Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. I feel. Share this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, this the Phil, this is so sad. and only ring announcer to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, Howard Finkel. Meet me where the sunlight is. Meet Ladies me and gentlemen, <laughs> it is now time to Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce myself. Some of you may know me, and some of you may not. My name is Howard Finkel. I'm also known as The Fit, and I am the premier ring announcer in the World Wrestling Federation. But I'll tell you something, folks. I was thrown in the mud, hit the mat with a thud. I had fun without a care, even in my red underwear. I was a part of the X. That sure didn't stay. It was all part and parcel of being the Finn. Rest in peace. In sports, we want to get our sports back. So importantly, these will be some separate calls. Some will be together by the way lists and some will be separate. But we have to get our sports back. I'm tired of watching baseball games that are 14 years old. Me too, Phil. But I haven't actually had too much time to watch. That's what the best part is right there. <laughs> I'm not really watching them, though, I swear. <laughs> He's the trying to save face. Adam Silver. The Major League Baseball. We miss our baseball. This is baseball season right here. Rob Manfred, thank you very much. NFL, Roger Goodell. Thank you, Roger. UFC, Dana White. Great Dana White, PGA, Jay Moynihan, LPGA, Michael Wan, USTA, Patrick Galbraith, Major League Soccer, Don Garber, WWE, the great Vince McMahon, NASCAR, Lisa Kennedy. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Oh, geez. Phil, there's no chance. Damn it, Phil! Damn it! You look a little, little small there. What do you call me, fat Phil? No, God damn it, you're fire! 
I said swole. Swole is in big, Phil? Because I haven't been lifting shit, all right? <laughs> You've been going up and down the steps, right? Like, yeah. You're, you're, you're yeah. The, up yeah, into yeah. the bedroom and down to the office to, to work, Phil. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> I'm glad you works at I'm glad you work in the office. Yeah. I work downstairs in the basement, and I go upstairs to sleep. And I stop at the fridge every single time. So that's about it. Wow. Phil. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, to the Tim's and Brisky show. All right. It's, uh, we don't have a format today. We don't <laughs> We're not, there's no wrestling pay-per-views or anything like that. Phil and I have just been like, shit, we, we really need to... Uh, we really need to talk about the world, I guess, a little bit, <laughs> right, Phil? <laughs> uh, and the man I'm talking to, the man, the myth, the legend, the colonel, the uh, the aristocrat, the uh, the inventor of um, of names, I guess, Phil, Mister Mister President, Mister Phil Saber. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Where did the aristocrat come from? I don't know. I've been saying it like the past few like episodes and it's kind of been fun so I, i'm just kind of going with it do you not I, like it i mean I don't, I, I don't quite hate it but i was just like huh, i kind of razz a little bit like going <laughs> going through those you know what i mean it's just kind of yeah. like uh every, every week you add on another little like just a just a whole another one phil Let's talk about professional wrestling and the whole COVID thing. All right, let's let's talk about how. I mean, as we said, Phil, we don't really have a have a um, a format for today's show. It's just kind of just kind of fun, you know. The whole thing came from my wife saying, you know, you you really haven't been using your outlet of the of the, of your podcast. Is she, try, is she is she trying to do some social distancing with you? <laughs> exactly, Phil. I mean, I mean that's the only way to put it. She's like, you maybe you need to spend more time down in the basement. You know? <laughs> uh, what, what? It's been a sad week, Phil. I mean, with just everything, you know. It's like, it's like we we briefly talked about it on the last episode here, which you can find in the archives, whether you're you're here or on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Timmy Z four six seven four. Um or 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 yeah, I mean just make sure you like the uh the page. That way you know when we are actually going live and everything like that. Also, everybody, the phone lines are open, 518-350-4312. If you want to call in to this uh to this kind of, you know, random show that we have going on here, Phil, but don't don't call. Don't call. <laughs> why don't you want to? Why don't you, I'm teasing. Are you I doing the? You doing like the reverse psychology? psychology? Is that is that? If where I you, say where don't you, call, where you're going with that? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong button, Phil. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But Phil, let's talk about. And I hate. Here's the first thing that I hate about wrestling fans. All right, let's talk about yesterday. Let's talk about all the releases that happened. It's really sad. Um, I mean, but the, the first part of it I hate about wrestling fans is that they're calling this black Wednesday, Phil. Do you know why I hate that so much? Do you know why I hate it? Uh, for a lot of different reasons that are really bad to call it that name. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. The first reason I hate it is because they're trying to associate it with black Friday where it's kind of like the last really big shopping day. So you want to get into the black, right? But clearly you know, it doesn't really make any sense to call it Black Wednesday by firing people. I I, I think I see the, the the you know black as in it's it it was a dark and dirty I, thing. 
okay. pl- a veil came across the world of professional wrestling. And I think that they use that that Hot term Chris. for like a Saturday, right? What was that Saturday when Vince showed up on uh, WCW? But I'm not. I'm talking about like in the like the late '80s. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, there was this whole thing where he he basically got himself into airtime on TBS, but it was like a WCW show, and uh, they called it like dark. Hi, Chris. Hi, Justin. How are you guys? Um, but they uh, um, they basically called it like Black Saturday or something like that because it was he was on TBS. You never saw that before. I'm. I actually just now pulled it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of those random ones. I'm with the audio here, huh? I don't, I don't know. What did you do, Tim? I didn't do anything. That's weird. Let's make sure everything's plugged in all the way. But it, it, yeah, it definitely was some. It was some random. Di- uh, they called it Black Saturday because he was trying to get into their their TV time, and then it didn't really pan out the way because I think they ended up canceling that TV time anyway. But it was like the first time that they really invaded WCW. This is a real thing. I'm not lying. I am watching. Yeah, I. But he, but it's not a bad like. It's not a bad cutaway. He just he introduces a match between Dick Murdoch and Adrian jo- Adrian Adonis against Special Delivery Jones yeah. and Nick DiCarlo. It's like a random like, hi everybody, and you're in for a great match. And the World Championship Wrestling banners behind him. It's it's really weird, right? It it, it is super <laughs> it, weird. It did not make sense. Now Phil, so they and called it that Black, it was Black Saturday. They called that Black Saturday. See, I'm not I'm not crazy here, people. I, I you know. <laughs> A round of applause to me for remembering some shit like that. Now, Phil, do you have the list of all the people that were released? I, I do, and um, I will say that the list I have I thought was compiled, and it wasn't. There's a couple extras on the second list, so I have two lists. <laughs> right. So I, I apologize. I know there's one name that I might not capture the second time. Um, okay. Uh, let's start with the uh, producers. Uh, because many of the producers are recognizable talent from the history of professional wrestling. Exactly. Uh, so let's go with uh, Sarah Stock, Scott Armstrong, mm-hmm. Sean Devari, Pat Buck. Pat Buck. Dave, Dave Finley, Mike Rotunda, Billy Kidman, Lance Storm, and Shane Helms. So all of them in some way were an agent, a producer, have, have been working – more behind the scenes with the WWE. Right. Um, then uh, Performance Center trainers uh, Ace Steel, Serena Deeb, and uh, Kendo Cashin um, were furloughed. So they What's the being... difference between furloughed? Because there's a lot of debate on this whole thing, Phil. And I think sure. that, that this is something well, that you can kind of break down. So before, actually, so that's a good, that's a good segue. Because before anything was announced about anybody departing, um, there was already some conversation about uh, that the WWE had put out saying that they were looking at the business end of things and they were going to um, make some furloughs um, to a, to some of their staff. Um, and so they did sort of a whole bunch. And they were, I, I saw a very interesting statement, but I don't understand if there were actual people from the headquarters that were fired or furloughed mm-hmm. or if there are, you know, the feeling that it was coming. I was a little bit conf- confused. But uh, so WrestlingInc.com reported that uh, producers and employees were allegedly told by WWE on yesterday's news um, that they were going to be receiving an information packet um, and that the producers are furloughed, not fired, and that some some of them will be brought back 
when WWE's back to running house shows and live events again. Okay. Um, now is this so, more backstage people or these talent? Or is it looks this- like it's it does look like it's more backstage, um, and even some addition. And this is where it gets weird because it feels like there's other employees that may have also been furloughed that you know we don't know them because of the name recognition isn't there for us to know them by. Right. Um, so the names I read off former talent, other than uh, the name Sarah Stock, I'm not I I'm not really sure who she is, but everybody else. I instantly could, you know, know who you they could, are. You, in could, their put, connection put, you could face them, like put a yeah. name to the face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the packet is um, uh, their furlough begins uh, this Saturday um, and reportedly has an end date of July 1. However, stating that that end date is currently subject to an extension given the current state and ongoing circumstances. Um, also, uh, Pro Wrestling Insider is saying that the talents that were released from their contracts still all have their 90-day non-compete clause. So that means that they wouldn't be able to wrestle <laughs> until July 15th, which means they're being paid right now of, through July 15th. Oh, is that what that means when they do that 90-day right. clause? I thought that the, yeah. the, they're starving them for 90 days. No, they, I've always they, thought that my entire life. They And, you know, I don't fully know the pay scale and structure of how that all works. But, okay. you know, there are when there are house shows, you get bonuses. And when, they're, when you have the pay-per-views, there's other bonuses – when depending on audience sales, there's other bonuses. So they're, sales, they're basically, if they were salespeople, they're not getting their commission, but they're getting their base for 90 days. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And right now there's not house shows to draw that off of anyway. So, so it's fine in a sense. Right. I mean, it's, right. the whole thing still sucks. There's no way right. about get, getting yeah. around that, but the whole, th- but at the same time, like, like they're fine though. Right. But not right. fine. It's yeah. It's sad. Thank you, Kristen, for your comments. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank Kristen. But, um, the the interesting thing to note is that this is the time of year that WWE typically does make some hiring decisions, or excuse me, some opposite of hiring, some some termination decisions. Anyway, right. when it comes to some of their roster, um, and interestingly enough, some of the talent were also people who were out there either saying they wanted their release or had been asked about. You know that there were some rumors, some vague things about, and we'll get, we'll get to that full list in just just a second. Um, some of them, not saying all of them, right. Um, so, you know, it, it, it is interesting. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll, let me go through with the names. I think I'm going to start talking about some situations. Yeah. Um, so the NXT, I uh, mentioned the the trainers, Ace Steel, Serena Deeb, um, and Kendo Cashin. Um, but then also MJ Jenkins, Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Dan Matha, and on-air talent Josiah Williams um, from NXT were all let go. And then from the WWE's main roster, mm-hmm. um, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Aiden English, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Sarah Logan, Mike Chioda, Primo and Epico. Isn't it Kyoto? Mike Chioda. Oh, Mike Chioda. You're right. I'm Come sorry, on. Mike Chioda. Thank Come you. On. What was your first um, day? <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, that, that was the Baileys talking. Uh, hey, Tim. Rowan, uh, Mike and Maria Canellis. Um, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, yeah. Rusev, and Kurt Angle. So it's such an eclectic group. And I feel that obviously this is a hard decision. There's no way to say that. But I feel like a lot of these people that they picked, Phil, I feel mm-hmm. that um, these are guys that have kind of been already setting themselves up with other projects and things like that, that, um, you know, they're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like, right. like even Rusev, hasn't Rusev done some sort of some acting outside of WWE and things like that? Obviously, right. like, you know, 
Zach Ryder and, and and Kurt Hawkins have the podcast, and they're definitely they, those guys have to be making money with that podcast. You know what I mean? They 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 did things the right way, and at the same time too, um, you know, Kurt Hawkins and Pat Buck they they have their wrestling school and everything like that, and you know, right. it's, and uh, you know, and I, I to be fair, I think I think they've I, I'm a little lost because I can't remember if they separated into Creative Pro and Wrestle Pro or if they are united. I know they I know they share folks too yeah yeah but i think it that wrestle the, pro right it was more, pro is more in jersey as yeah. creative pro is is in long island but it's right. still they you know it's all it, it's all the right. brotherhood sort of it stuff. it was more of the logistical challenge of what happens when you try to go through new york city during rush hour to the new <laughs> from new jersey and vice versa exactly you know what i mean and everyone's talking about how you know that like there's rumors of People going to AEW. I don't believe that at all at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like and, and, they have such if, a stacked roster as it is, and wh- where are they going to put them? You know what I right. mean? There's not enough. If, there's only enough airtime for everybody. You know. And if pro wrestling insiders to be believed, then these folks can't compete in any way until July fifteenth. So, right. Right. Um, and now, when it comes to um, uh, the revival, who were also released um, just a few days ago, too. They're not. They're not included in this list because they weren't on this same day, but they were just a few days ago. So were they the precursors to some of this? You know, they had a let. There was the rumors out that they had been asking for their release. Yeah. So you know, maybe this was just fortuitous. Maybe time. they were it's just like, like oh, okay. the, well, yeah. I mean, if you want to go, go. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I. But like when we think about people like Kurt Angle on that list, right? Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle is gonna he's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? He's gonna be another one of right. these big hot shot names that's gonna come onto all the indie shows once there's indie shows and you know, be able to charge a shit ton of money to do a signing. You know what I mean? I bet you he's that guy starts wrestling again though. I have a feeling that Kurt he's Angle? gonna Yeah. I'm pretty certain that now that he can, he's gonna he's gonna start wrestling again. Do you guys think he's gonna start wrestling again? Give us a call, five one eight. Three five zero four three one two. Phone lines are open, so feel free to call in at any point in the show if you have anything that you want to say with any of these topics. Now, Phil, did you see the um, the Drake Maverick uh, video? Oh yeah, I did. Yes, I did. How heartbreaking was that? That was such a sad thing that we watched. It, it was. Um, it was. It just was, and and it's. But you know, it was sad about the situation, but he was also trying to stay very positive about his relationships that he had with WWE. And yeah. like the biggest thing he misses is just because of the situation, he's not going to be able to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also saw Mike Kanellis's video, which was very sort of matter of factly. You know, it didn't have the same that same level of emotion that that Jake Maverick had. Um, uh, as Sorry, I'm hearing the lyrics come through. I was like, "What is that?" Oh, is there music playing still? Oh, there is music playing. That's right. You that you can never hear it when music's still coming to me. Uh-huh. But it's light. But it hit me. <laughs> it was Amish like, Paradise. It randomly turned oh. on to for yeah, my weird owl. I'll have to play that as the outro. That's fantastic. Love it. Love it. Um, um, <laughs> um, but I think it was just like a a day or two before um, all of this happened. Leo Rush had an interview with. Uh, Chris Van Vliet um, and talked about like it, there was a phrase that he used and I'm going to I'm going to misstate it basically something like I can't believe I'm still here I can't believe I wasn't fired you know during, <laughs> I, and, you gotta be kidding me you can't write that stuff right. um, and so but even like with Mike Canellis that you just mentioned though like those guys him and Maria they both tried to quit 
They both tried to leave. You know what I mean? Then they threw more money at them. So I was like, oh, you guys still want to go? Fine. See you right. later. You know what I mean? And, so that's probably and, why he was so nonchalant about right. the whole thing. And I and I think, I don't know. Like, and, and people want to read into it like, oh, these were the people who were the naysayers or the uh, people who talked bad. And I'm like, he's later never talked bad about the WWE in his existence. Like, No, never. He was so um, gracious and so happy that he was right. there. Um, that, that he would never do anything like that. I mean, and, and truth be told, Heath Slater is, was a workhorse. And I know people, you know, fans watching who don't necessarily get all of the aspects of pro wrestling that happen. Right. Like, he was that guy that you could have thrown literally in the ring with anybody and he would make them look like a million bucks. Yeah. He would he would work his butt off so they looked good. Think about um, that run that he had, too. And like right. 2012, I want to say, 2011, with all the legends. Right. And he was putting on over all the legends. Made them all look like fantastic. Million dollars once again, you know. And um, he made he, he made a very short statement on Twitter, just a just text, just saying like, I, I need time before I say anything. I need time to process this. Yeah. I was there for fourteen years, um, and it's it's or sixteen years, I think he said. And it's it's weird for me to think about that. And I forgot that where I was at where I was at sixteen years ago, he was just getting he was doing the NXT thing, and I knew somebody where I worked mm-hmm. who knew him. Oh really? And I remember having conversations and was like, "Oh my gosh, that was 16 years ago." Yeah. Um and so uh and and even I want to say it was um uh Pat Buck who runs WrestlePro made a comment about one of the first clinics he wants to do is with Heath Slater. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I you know, know people, and Joe's making this sweet comment, like which brings up Heath Slater saying that I will say that both other guys from 3MB got released and made themselves, and then came back and got the title. You know what I right. mean? I I have seen that comment made around too. Like, oh, all Heath Slater needs to do is just add on some more pounds of muscle. He'll be back in a couple years for his <laughs> title run. But but Where, it, you know, that's I mean, the thing though. It's like when we He's, look at the Hurricane too, right? When we talk, right. talk about Shane Helms. You know, here's a guy that had a huge run and then came back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A long time later and uh, and really, really, like, reinvented himself. So that's the thing about wrestling. It's like, it's like never say never. You know what I mean? Just unlike my job, pretty certain that if I were to get fired from my job or released or furloughed, whatever term that we're using for it today. Right. I probably want to be going back to the same company. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that. But wrestling is that that huge weird sort of organization, like the circus. You know what I mean? Where these people are all going to come back. You know what I mean? Right. So, and yeah, it it's, but it is reflective of what's happening in our society today too. It re- it really is. There's companies that have to furlough talent or furlough employees that you know they weren't expecting to do that this year. That wasn't you know, things were looking good financially and then this hit. So mm-hmm. very unexpected now to have to adjust, you know, to an unexpected situation. Um, and everybody's feeling it. And, and yeah, yes, and this specific- isn't even new with them. Like, think about right. it. Like, like, let's talk about uh, Kurt Hawkins in the situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last time that Kurt Hawkins really was released was when we were going through another sort of economic crisis like this. Right. You know what I mean? It sucks that it happens twice, but but it's 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 just the way the business is, you know. Um, Joe just wrote. I think it's more than just muscle. The both grizzled their characters 
so they could be taken a hell of a lot more seriously. Maybe his gimmick won't just be about having something that wrote too long because it's now cutting off the screen. Um, <laughs> having kids anymore. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Yeah, because remember he would be, I got my kids, which is yeah. definitely a one-liner that took off, you know? And, and again, one of the comments I saw out there, and it was somebody making fun just to try to make light of the situation, was like, how could they do that? He's Slater. He's got kids. Um, <laughs> but then they were like, but seriously, you know, it sucks for everybody. And it does. It really does. Because, you know, some of them, I, I would feel, probably didn't see this coming. Um, you know, from the way Drake Maverick's video hit, he didn't see this coming. Right. Um, I will s- – in all candor, candor – um, I, I happened to check in on Renee Michelle last weekend and I was just like, you know, Hey, how's things going? want to make sure you're doing okay down. You guys are doing okay down there. And she's like, yeah, we're fine. We're just stuck at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so like, you know, her, her and Drake were, were doing really well. Um, and you know, so it wasn't like, you know, at least in the conversation she had with me, she wasn't like, yeah, we kind of have a feeling something's coming, you know, I don't, so I don't feel like they thought anything was really coming, but, um, not quite a shock. Um, at the same time, then there is the political side of the spectrum, and I'm not trying to go. I'm not trying to go to any kind of conversation anti for Republican Democrat. That's not where I'm right, going. Right. So let's just lay out sort of a rough timeline of things. Um, and I, I there's a better one than the one I'm going to say. I know that's out there. In that, um, over the weekend there was a conversation that. Uh, allegedly Vince McMahon had with the state of Florida through the governor to ask if they could be deemed an essential business so they could still operate out of the performance center. And And the answer was no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. Then that's where like the little bubble question comes in because it was not necessarily at first documented. Um, Then the mayor of Orlando says, yes, they are an essential business and then there is something that is actually written down. Then there was a brief statement that was something to the effect of um, – You're missing if, some key points in, in this whole thing. I, I am. I really am. I'm missing something else big in the timeline. So here's the deal. Let's, well, let's, go, let's, go back let's, to it let's go. Let's do a little rewind. I was going to get there. And you wouldn't let me get there, so get there. All right. Go, so, go. Phil, and everybody, if you want to call in, 518-350-4312. So Vince asked this question. Ask the question, Phil, while you're here. Go ahead. So, can we be essential? Oh, do you want the effect? Do you want some effects on that? <laughs> Go ahead. So, can we be essential? No! <laughs> no, the answer is no. So, so, when that happens, there's this woman, Phil. I don't know if you ever met this woman. Her name's Linda. Linda McMahon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of her? You know, she... Uh, <laughs> Former CEO of this company here, um, ah, you know. I found the timeline. That's what I was looking for. Former, uh, former um, chairperson of uh, of uh, this little thing called the Small Business Association, right? She, she was like in charge of it, right? Quit that job, Phil, um, as you told us on the last episode of the Tim Zabriskie Show, because I was completely wrong about that whole thing. But she quits that show and then becomes. Um, she starts Which running that show. <laughs> that show, you know the uh, the. The the Tim Zabriskie show, the, right? The White House, the Washington D.C. show. <laughs> yeah, not the Tim Zabriskie show. Could you imagine industry. if she was running the Tim Zabriskie show, Phil? We wouldn't have like flutters or on any of our cameras or 
anything like that. But Phil, so then she goes and she starts running this whole little this little thing. It's called like a super pack. I don't, you know, I I get really get confused on how the whole super pack works. However, this whole super pack has millions of dollars, Phil, millions and millions of dollars, and uh, you know. Right after the the um, uh, the 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 mayor, the governor, whoever said that th- this isn't an essential business, <laughs> said that. Well, then I guess you know there was a conversation about this millions of dollars that was going to be put into Florida, all of a sudden not being put into Florida. Phil, isn't that kind of weird how that happened? And I, you know, I don't know how Linda and Vince are connected to each other or anything like that. Well, it, it's it's <laughs> easy to. And I say easy in a relative term because a lot of times what local government officials will do when jobs are created in their local they, – they go, look what we did to our economy. We've boosted our economy where we've kept stable our economy by so many millions of dollars. Even if they're in that local economy not going to ever see a dime of it because mm-hmm. tax incentives or whatever. Um, so in a brief timeline, April 1st, Governor DeSantis issues an executive order – for essential services to be the only ones to remain open. April yeah. 9th, the gover- governor amended the order to include professional sports and media uh, production that include entertainers with a national audience. Because at the because whoever thought of this was was good. Because yeah. I've also seen you know some of the parody jokes about like oh wait a minute I- any wrestling can occur in the state of Florida only no. the ones with a <laughs> locked private set no audience that the staff can ma- maintain social distancing except for those involved in the yeah. action you're seeing. Um, and they must have a national audience. So, yeah. so how does that work with AEW then? Are they good to go? Well, there, there is something that ap- apparently is coming where they are going to be in Florida for a date, but I don't know the specifics of that. So they could, they kind of benefit on the side by this. Um, and AEW got a little bit of action because when they were filming some stuff in, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, they were filming for a couple of days, and on the very last day, the state of Georgia showed up and was like, are you supposed to be – not the state of Georgia, but I guess some local officials showed up, allegedly having been called by another entity. Oh, oh. Oh, we're playing these games now, Vince? Right. Huh? And, but God they had already gone through the process and were deemed an essential service, and they were at a private location, closed off gym, um, and some of Georgia's restrictions weren't as, weren't as tight. So right, right. They were like, yeah, we totally are. And here's our letter from the state. Um, so and that then the local officials stayed there through the rest of their filming and watched. Um, yeah. So um, <laughs> then later, the on that can we day, get can we get those guys to come on and tell us about the product? <laughs> Is that the next try. thing that, that we can not? do? Let's call Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Yeah. I tell might him, be able to. Uh, maybe. You know, hey, tell him to find out those cops names. Right. Um, so on April, April 9th, after the governor makes this statement, um, it is also revealed that Linda McMahon, hmm. you know, the aforementioned former secretary of the small business administration that has uh, some sort of weird relationship with this guy, Vince, right? Right, right. You know, the, the Vincent wife or something like Kennedy that. McMahon married right. date. Junior they're casually Trump. dating, right? <laughs> right. Occasionally <laughs> once in a uh, while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she announces that the super PAC that she is in charge of that she's the chair of the American First Action mm-hmm. Super PAC. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll spend eighteen point five million dollars. Oh, in hold Tampa, on, Phil. You want to say that number again? Eighteen point five million 
dollars. Nailed it. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I didn't do it. I, I can't do it right. Whoop. How they kind of did it on camera. If you don't make the noise, Phil, whoop, it doesn't. It doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You'll learn. Um, <laughs> Green horn. <laughs> and and then on the tenth, Vince uh, comes out and says, "We're going to resume live television out of the performance center in Orlando." Yeah. So. And, and and what's interesting is that the WWE has received a lot of negative blowback about risking their talent, utilizing their political connection, all of this stuff. Right. And there's been a lot more neg- – what I will say, what I've seen in the era of social media, a lot of negativity towards that vein. And at the same time, very positive towards AEW that you know early on switched to no, you know, no crowd tapings. Better cinematography, better use of their spaces, um, sort of, because then they had a empty arena match, like no DQ, and there was a rope break. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, Phil, there, there, there's a big point of this whole thing that I think that we're missing, too, when we're talking about all these releases and this whole timeline and everything like that. You mean that you know the WWE is one of the highest companies in America that has cash on hand? No, um, I wasn't getting there. But Phil, you mean that the total amount of money that they're going to lose by not paying these people a salary in the course of a year is only a fraction of what they paid the state of Florida to be able to continue to run, so they get to keep their money incoming from their live television contracts. Phil, I wasn't going there either. Do you know what uh, I was? I was going with what was that, Tim? I was going with this little thing called the XFL. But. <laughs> Phil, have you ever heard of the XFL? As I, as I almost knocked over this beard that was that was closed, thankfully. Have you ever heard of this little thing? Yeah, yeah, I think passing reference here and there. Phil, Phil, tell tell all the people at home about this little thing called the the uh, the XFL. Tell me, tell us, tell us what this whole thing is here, Phil. The XFL. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the XFL had made its return um, to provide a non-NFL season-affiliated football league mm-hmm, mm-hmm. owned by vince mcmahon's alpha entertainment yeah who's this um, vince mcmahon guy phil get vince mcmahon the <laughs> owner and god damn it of the world rest of world wrestling entertainment yeah 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 um, heard the of, um go ahead heard, heard heard of this guy before um and uh so so phil the guy the guy starts this whole season here here in 2020 after coming back after, uh, what was it, nine years, Phil? Or 19 years, Phil? 19, right. 19 they years. They initially ran for a single season in spring of 2001. Now, what's sad about this whole thing, Phil, is that the season started very well. I don't know how much of this you were watching or anything like that, but I, I was getting into it. Was, it. yeah. I was, I, was, I was starting to really enjoy it. But here's where the big, the big problem here is, Phil. Um, and find out this exact number when, when I say it, but Vince tried really hard and he really made a big point of making sure that the WWE and the XFL were two separate entities. He He verbalized this multiple, multiple, multiple times, right? Mm -hmm. He, he was selling his stock in the WWE to fund this XFL and alpha entertainment and everything like that. He, he liquidated uh, – um, he said that he was prepared to invest as much as 
Five hundred million dollars. You want to say um, that again, Phil? Five hundred million dollars. Um, Very nice. Very nice. And that he also liquidated an additional two hundred and seventy million in WWE stock. Yeah. Um, provide additional funding for the league. So he took that away from the WWE and to put it into XFL because he right. believed it. But he also got. But I'll still hear me. I'm waving. I'm saying hi. I'm sorry that we're having our momentary technical glitch. I'm sure what Tim will be right back. What just happened? That is, if you happen to still be seeing me, you might not be. Whoa, Phil, I think we're... I can't hear you at all. Phil? I can see you. I cannot hear you, Tim. Oh, I heard a clap. Phil? Oh. We... Are we still on? I don't know what's happening. Do we just continue? <laughs> I don't even know if we're on the air anymore. It says we're on the air. It's telling me we're on the air. Can somebody give me a like if, if we're on the air right now? I'm really confused as, as to what the hell is happening here. I still have full functionality here. Let's just hang up on Phil. We'll hang up on Phil. So basically, Phil. <laughs> yeah, Tim. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everything just crapped out. <laughs> what is happening? Here, let's call. Here he calls. Here he comes coming back in. Hi, Phil. Phil, I can't hear you. Huh. Let me turn the... <laughs> Phil? Phil? 
You can hear me. I can't hear you. It's the weirdest thing, Phil. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, there, if I could ever get something to work right. Oh wait, there's Phil. I got Phil moving. I. Uh, audio. Phil, yeah, you can hear me. And uh, I think the people, the people out there can hear me, Phil, but I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, what is the deal? I can't. Speaker. What's it saying? Something about the speaker being around? Wait, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's, uh, <sighs> on the fly troubleshooting. Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious right now. It's really not that funny. Oh, wait, here we go. We'll do, uh, we'll hit that. Phil? Timothy? Ah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I don't even know what happened there, Phil. But we're still on the air, which is even more weird. Which is crazy. Phil, I fixed it. You fixed it. <laughs> per, we, per, per usual. We, we, we were broken. And now we're, now we're back. So, Phil, where I was getting with that whole thing was, uh, all right, how much, how much money did we spend on the XFL? <laughs> it was something like he liquidated $240, $270 million worth of assets. Sorry, I flipped pages on things because we were trying to fix this. Jesus, um, I can't believe that even freaking happened. It literally doesn't make any sense. That was weird. Somehow, okay, for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, what just happened, somehow our entire feed, like, crapped out. Tim stopped moving on from my view, from his view, and for even longer when we were able to reconnect, my picture was frozen. We all got, we, okay, Chris is saying he can hear both of us. That's yes. excellent feedback. Yes, thank, thank you, for, you for staying with us too, everybody. So, right. So confused. But now we're so back. So weird. That, that, that's the main thing. Literally we didn't back. touch a damn thing. Everything was working great. And this is why, make sure you like, subscribe, and share, whatever. But this is literally why, you know, when we say like, oh, yeah, we're going to start at uh, 8.30, it doesn't ever happen because because of shit like this. There's like ghosts in my machine or something like that. Today you were barbecuing. That's why. But oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to my point, Phil, let's get back to talking about the XFL and how the XFL is part of this. Now, we all know that Vince had liquidated all of this money and everything like that. Man, Phil, we, we, we were getting some serious viewers there for a second. Now I'm pissed because they're all gone now. It's a live television show, folks. But anyway, <laughs> wait, we, um, we definitely were... Uh, he liquidated all of this money, but then after the bankruptcy was filed, right... Um, we quickly found out that t the WWE as a company, Phil, still owned 23% of the XFL. Mm -hmm. And then within 24 hours, I would not, let's go 48 hours. In 48 hours, we see that, that announcement from Donald Trump 
that Vince McMahon is going to be part of this whole coalition to bring start bringing sports teams back to television. And on top of that, oh, Phil. Oh, but not just sports teams. He's on the committee that's talking about how we're going to restart our entire economy. The whole economy, Phil. Right. The whole thing. Because it starts with the WWE. Who does it start with, Phil? The WWE. I can't believe the whole audio fucked up like that. That was the weirdest thing. Doesn't did not make sense. Windows update, guys. Don't always do it. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I'm I'm <sighs> questionable about or curious about how you fixed it, but I don't know. Right now we're here. We're, we're together. Yeah, it's everything's fine. Everything's fine. So, but Phil, the whole thing too is that. So you're telling me, Phil, that the WWE itself owned twenty three percent of the xfl the xfl goes under and then there's all these fucking cuts that came yeah not a coincidence here phil and and you know some of them some of the well and uh, they were uh, fledgling they were just starting back up they were making ad revenue but they didn't have a lot of capital for their own company just because they were just sort of starting out all that event revenue all of that stuff wasn't really coming in i think i want to say early on I'm, i have this vague memory of like this two or three year plan um, because it, I, I remember it was like when Vince put it together before, it was really like, I'm putting everything in it. We're going to run blah, 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 this way. And he's like, right. I can't do it alone. It has to be this bigger thing. Right. So that's why other people came in on it. And even now there's talk about they've declared bankruptcy, but they have to pay back some of that money to people who bought into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I saw from one of. So the sorry, producers, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> like, and, and, like, and I, I got no, well, no more bridges, Phil. You're my I only bridge. <laughs> <laughs> As it is. Yeah. Um, well, oh my God, I almost said something really bad. Okay, let's go for it. I mean, hey, Kurt Hawkins, you're friends with like Grim the Toy Guy. You can like work for GTS now. Um, he doesn't need to. He's got to have a million dollars in right. his pocket at this point. Come I on. Hope. And I really hope. I really do. Yeah. Um, he didn't have his first run, but hey, hey. Um, He's not a dummy, though. I bet right. he negotiated himself well. I hope so. Yeah, I really do. Um, I forgot where we're going with this. I'm, I was still reading up about Black Saturday. I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's still a my screen. I'm saying that there's not a. It's not a coincidence oh. with right. with the with the cuts, the 23 percent ownership in the XFL for the WWE, and then you know what I mean. Everything right, else. But- Again, that money was supposed to be sort of separated out into different things. I I don't I don't feel like the WWE's decision was related to the XFL decision just because, you know, for Vince, there's a personal loss of some money. But the WWE is still one of something like the top 151 or 200 companies in the country that has liquid cash on hand, like half a billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. Or that or at least between their cash in hand and their debt. Uh, limit they have like 500 million dollars available to them it was something insane um they're not hurting phil right and and that was that was more of the shocking decision um you know some of the surprises about you know like uh gallows and anderson right after they this huge match right yeah um i mean i guess they killed aj styles so (laughs) apparently gallows and anderson were in the hole first that you didn't see that part, and then like that's in the director's cut, and and then there was dirt thrown on top, oh. and then AJ Styles. Oh, okay, because the Undertaker buried all of them, right? Is that what you're right? 
what you're getting at. How awkward is AJ's hand look coming could. out though, right? Yeah. His hand like, like, like this. Like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I, somebody said it was a mannequin hand and I'm like, oh, for sure. Right. I was like, my brain kind of went like, no, I'm sure it was like a plastic sheet or something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stick my hand through. Like, I could go with a mannequin hand. I'll, I'll buy into that one. That makes sense. I'm here for it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can use that picture and sell a bunch of AJ Styles gloves after that. You know, as seen in WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh, Phil. I got I to be faster. Okay, That's Sam, the whole thing. Sound effect. Ready? <laughs> WrestleMania. You sounded you sounded like the like the old uh, the old Finkel there. Rest in peace. Oh. Uh you know, you know that you had the, the virus though, right? I'm not gonna lie. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's made up to him. It's just the flu. It, it, yeah. It's caused by that five G. It's it's you know the them bats. The 5G the thing, Phil, that's the best one. Oh and there's that one, and then there's also people saying that uh, there's it's lizard people, right? I have somebody on my friends list that's saying that it's it's coming from the lizard people, Phil, and I'm just like, what kind of batshit crazy stuff are you into? It's, it's the one world order, Tim, not the new world uh, order. It's the one world order, and they're coming, and the secret deep space, spa- deep space, deep state conspiracy that's coming together and they're gonna uh, yeah. take us from our homes and take yeah. our guns because that's what that's what all it's about it's about our guns and our right to access alcohol and our freedom to assembly and you know if i want to get sick with the coronavirus i can go through walmart if i want to and give it to everybody hashtag conspiracy phil <laughs> i have spent i mean i i like to believe all right I, there was a time in my young life when i kind of knew i was intelligent and I, <laughs> I may wait what I, oh I, man when i was smart i knew i was the smartest i was the greatest i was the best i was the best, <laughs> was the best greatest, smartest greatest. kid in high school right everyone um, wanted to be me all the girls wanted I to mean, date me i i had this like i weird... would grab them no whoa yeah, no, 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 no. Um, no. <laughs> when when I was about twelve years old, I remember back to back. I was, I was so a, smart. <laughs> I was on a, on some trip, and like me, twelve year old kid. Yeah, I'm like we're going to DC. I'm like I am researching the trip. I have maps. I don't even remember. Like at twelve years old, I didn't have the internet. How the hell did I get maps? I don't even remember. But I had maps, Tim. I oh, knew okay. where to go. I had like the route planned. And I remember we were going to go see the, the Declaration of Independence. And we walked up to the, the National Archives. And I'm like, yes, we go through this door. And there's a, a police officer who goes, oh, you can't go through that door. You have to go through this other door. And I'm a 12-year-old kid going, but you're wrong, sir. Uh, so you're going to fucking argue with the- <laughs> and like, it? And in that moment that I was like – and he goes – he says something like, because they're doing construction in the building – so they've moved the entranceway to the other side of the building. And I was like, oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, it was yeah, like that yeah. moment of like, you, j- what a jerk. And like that. And then there was sort of a moment where I w- we were on a family trip. And was, I want to say this was this other person's fault. Um, my cousin is with me and we're both about the same age. And she mm-hmm. thought we were like boyfriend, girlfriend. And she made a what? comment. And it was weird. And I was like, 
She's my cousin, and she where are you from, Phil? Right. No, 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 no. From West Virginia, but that's another conversation. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so the lady like got offended and was like, "You smart ass little kid," and I was like, "I didn't mean it that way." But like both of those situations happened near the same time, and I was like, "Okay, I need to be the one that like." changes how i come off yeah. and so like i know that there are times if i showcase a little bit of too high of the iq it like like people are like whoa dude bro man like <laughs> no and so as coronavirus stuff comes up now first like i am not a virologist i am not in any way a doctor okay i you know i do not study the coronavirus and so that's the one conspiracy, like you know, the that the one world conspiracy orders putting lists together, and they're they're convincing everybody this thing is happening. It's not happening. Well, it is, and there are so many researchers around the world, both working together and separately at universities, at think tanks, at um, pharmaceutical companies, at if it, not just the World Health Organization, but every country, like we have the CDC, has a version of the the CDC. Intelligence communities are all looking and studying this thing. We're not. Yeah singularly alone talking about it like and again the entire world is doing some measure of social yeah. distance or, or one, social one lockdown. of uh, one of our close friends um s dog she's uh she's uh um that's her code name you, you can tell who who gave her the code name right <laughs> and um no but s dog she works in a uh she's a, she she's a lab tech and she's been uh She's been on this team up here that has been renowned by the state by by putting uh, plasma into into people and mm-hmm. like plasma of it's like because uh, when you get from what she's been saying and I'm I'm messing this up somehow I'm no I'm no expert either but basically if you uh, if you get it and then if you get the virus and then a couple weeks later you um um it's it's uh. You get the virus and then you're tested positive and then later on if you're tested not positive then you have this plasma in your blood and you if you take that and and they're doing research to inject it into other people to see if uh if it helps cure you. And she so she wasn't the first person to discover this but she's really uh worked on the procedure to do it and now she's getting calls from all these other doctors all over the place. In or in order to see if this is like you know to see how she did it and everything like that, and it seems to be helping. So you know, yeah. it's not an official quote or anything like that, but it's more just like it's like there's there's work being done here, Phil. You know what I mean? It's, right. Yeah. And and so like you know early on people were like oh it's made up. Well no it's not made up. It's um, not made up. It's only made up to the to the people that don't have somebody close to them that this has affected yet. Right. You know what I mean? And, we all have been. We've all talked about this, and we all know that like someone at the, at this point you have to have known somebody of somebody that's been affected by this. Yeah. So, but so, and that's why it's important to have these essential businesses like the WWE that are going to help keep everything going. Well, so, th- well that, this is the part that shocks me because all right, in, in Michigan, for example, Michigan is the 10th most populous state in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's had the second most overall deaths of any state in the United States. So they lost like the other day, their highest number of, of deaths was 200 that day. Wow. Um, and so that's a lot, though. One right, death is, is too a, many for this whole thing. Right. And that's when they just there was a, a group of people who decided to first get into their cars and stop traffic, including an ambulance that was actually taking a COVID-19 patient to the hospital um, for urgent care. 
and then got out of their cars and stormed the governor's office protesting that this woman was a dictator taking away their constitutional rights. What she was doing was illegal. She must be great. Like they they went. I mean, the news was covering the nicer side of of the softer side of Sears talking about like the it was not nice, but like the like we must depose her. We must remove her or whatever. And some of them carrying, you know, especially the ones carrying the uh, um, uh, the stars and bars, Tim, the Confederate flag. Because, you know, representing the <laughs> South in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, calling for maybe some more aggressive measures to remove her from office. And and the whole um, thing, too, is that, Phil, I, I love these people with the Confederate flag. It's like, what a bunch of losers to be holding up the flag of the side that lost, Phil. I right. don't get it. I don't get why people do that. Explain to me. Why do people do that? It it is the sense of some kind of historical monologue analog. It's like, stupid. It is. It is the um, stupidest people thing. People from the South will always say, "Well, the South will rise again." It's like the South didn't rise in the first place. Um, <laughs> they rose for a half a millisecond there, Phil. Right. That was right. It. It, it. Like, and the winning side, the winning side. Abraham Lincoln, when he won, was like, I'm pardoning everybody because the last this turned family members against each other, yeah. brother against brother. He's like, we're done with that. We need to heal as a people. You're not staying in prison for that. Everybody like in, any prisoners of war are released. Yeah, there's no admonition that, you know, there's nothing that the uh, uh, Confederates have to pay back to the Union or no, like, no, we're a country. We're done. Yeah. Um, and for that, they killed Tim. <laughs> um, how dare you make that guy with a darker skin color than me exactly. equal to me all right well we're gonna take a quick little break and we will be right back maybe phil tm it's the tim zabriskie show the tim zabriskie show oh. da 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 Da, 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 da. Did we lose again? Are we out again? No, we're on, but it's like when I fell. All right, come back here. We're, we're back from the commercial. Hi, everybody. Buy a Tim Zabriskie shirt. <laughs> Why do you want to buy a Tim Zabriskie shirt, Tim? <laughs> so I can get a new computer. There you go. <laughs> I thought this was going to work, Phil. Emotional consideration ah! paid for by the following. Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this in past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home. Babe, yeah. what shirt are you wearing? My Tim Show. 
Phil. Damn. Tim's Risky Show shirts, Phil. How much do they cost, Phil? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you know, Phil? Because I'm stupid. <laughs> My 160 IQ doesn't record numbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you feeling really, uh, really, really not so smart today, Phil? But you're really bringing up your. Did somebody did somebody say something mean to you, Phil? Did somebody insult you and call you the, dumber? The, the internet this last two weeks made me dumber. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we like at the start of all of this. Yeah. We were like, we might be locked down for months. Like, and this was said. I don't think it was like a secret. Like, even even finally, when yeah. when our president. Finally said it, Donald J. Trump, this is going to last a while. Yeah, for sure. The fact that, like, <laughs> Michigan is in, like, its second week and people are freaking the F out. Yeah, Phil. I mean, because apparently they're all married to their cousins, right? Isn't that what you were get, alluding to before? <laughs> no, I was going. And I get it. It is. How long can you stand to your cousin, right, Phil? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey. You low gonna have that sex again in there? <laughs> but you're my cousin. <laughs> oh, Tim. Oh, what? Oh, okay. So I'm not politically correct anymore, Phil. I'm gonna take my head. <laughs> um, Phil, let's talk so, about indif- independent wrestling and how this has affected everything. Well, in the, in the same way, I was gonna. I was actually gonna say that the. I was trying to find the accurate. Oh man, this is glib. I was gonna look for the accurate death count. As as of uh, a couple of days ago, Michigan, for example, is at two thousand three hundred seventy three deaths so far that have been directly linked to COVID. Because that's the other conspiracy, Tim. That oh well, now the CDC is saying you can list anybody who dies during this time as having a COVID death. But that's not what they said. They said if you <laughs> tested positive for COVID nineteen. And you have died of a heart attack or respiratory illness like pneumonia Mm -hmm. that the cause of death should and probably should be listed as COVID-19. And they were actually allowing dual diagnosis of death. So you can do like COVID-19 slash heart attack because what they're finding with this virus is that even though it's a respiratory virus, it actually attacks um, the human respiratory system as well as the circulatory system as the pulmonary system. It has like massive failures from this virus that you can intake um, into your lungs. So yeah, um, it, it just again, it's just it's just I get it. People are frustrated, but I think they're frustrated for the wrong reasons. And people are like, look at the numbers. We we might lose as many people who die of the flu. In and a that's year. what the problem here is, Phil. Is that you know. It's not the the flu. (laughs) No, no. Is that all of these fucking people are just sitting at home and, you know, able to to come up with all these conspiracy theories and everything like that. And there's because they have too much fucking time on their hands, Phil, because half of them are losing their jobs and stuff, you know. So so we're hearing the stupidest crap come out of these people. And you know what? If, If they went to their lawmakers and said, hey, lawmaker, why aren't you saying stop all mortgage payments this month? Yeah. I kind of am okay with that. Like, yeah. Or if they went to fucking medical school and then they could have fucking opinions about what the fuck is going on in the world right, right. now. Not dude in St. Louis who was the chiropractor talking about adding zinc to tonic water. 
No. Not you, dude. No. Not no. to the woman who was a nurse who bought the respiratory mask from home and like sat in front of her home printer and said that she was a nurse at the hospital and that all this was made up. Not the guy that's calling himself like it was like Dr. OBGYN. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> you can and, come over to my house and I'll check you out. <laughs> do you have a need? No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, um, do you got, so you got your problem down there in, in your twiggly bush? I'll, I'll take care of you. <laughs> I'm a doctor Abajin. 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 My name I'm is Doctor Abajin. <laughs> so, like, I practice on women. And it's like <laughs> the, the fact that Phil, I think we got a character on our hands. There you go. <laughs> Hi, my name is Doctor Abajin. <laughs> I practice on women. <laughs> Wait, I just, okay, I, I had to look it up because I was trying to find, I wanted to make sure I had the right title for Dr. <laughs> Fauci, who's been there in the coronavirus press briefings. Um, he's the, um, they the came, Nyad. They came for stiff. What? What is it? Who's Zach Smith? You know who Zach Smith is? Yes, I do know who Zach Smith is. Hi, Zach Smith. They came for stiff, man. Um, <laughs> Zach Smith, I am Dr. Avogen. <laughs> I practice on women to make sure they're all clean down there in the twiggly bush. So, well, well speaking of that, that region, um, so I have to give a quick... <laughs> no, it's going to make sense. Dude, that's second. the best segue I think I I've ever heard in my entire life. I have to give this Speaking of segment. that area down there, well, yeah. That area down there. Dr. Fauci, who we all have seen on the coronavirus pandemic team in the press conferences, who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases as part of the National Institute of Health, yeah. has advised something like eight presidents on every, like Ebola, on swine flu, on HIV and AIDS, um, and, and so many other areas. <laughs> okay. This is the headline, the very first headline that comes up when I Googled his name, so I wanted to get the right title, from the New York Post, Tim. Okay. Dr. Fauci endorses Tinder hookups if you're willing to take a risk. Oh. <laughs> that is the best tag. How is that the same as social di distancing, though, right? How is... <laughs> I have to read. This is hilarious. I have read, to read. Re read the whole thing. <clears throat> Tired of having to live your sex life online during lockdown? You're in luck. Government coronavirus expert Dr. Anthony Fauci says that heartsick isolationists can hook up with asymptomatic Tinder matches in real life. But like love, it sometimes involves some risk. This 79-year-old 79, 79 immunologist dropped the unorthodox dating tip in a t Tuesday interview on Snapchat's Good Luck America. Toward the end of the tape segment, Fauci was asked, if you're swiping on a dating app like Tinder or Bum Bumble or Grindr and you match with someone that you think is hot and you're Ooh. kind of like... Maybe it's fine if this one stranger comes over. What do you say to that person? And he goes, you, you know, that's tough. Uh, replied the befuddled National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases director to the curveball. Damn, girl, I know that there's this whole coronavirus going on. But let me tell you something. Dr. Flubbergaster, he told you to come over here and lay down. 
This article is the best written article I've ever seen in the New York Post. Just for the, I'm going to say this last sentence and I'm going to get to something else. Because, but don't invite every one of your Tinder matches over for a Caligula-esque orgy just yet. <laughs> That's written in the New York Post, ladies and gentlemen, because they uh, came for Corona, man. Ah, uh, that's funny. That's funny. My uh, one of my close they friends came is, for sex, but they stayed for the Corona. One of my other close friends has really been on been on a tear lately <laughs> with Tinder, and and then all of a sudden he's like. Oh, I can't smell and I can't taste. And I'm like, oh, really? Because, <laughs> Phil, you know, that's the whole, that's, that, that's the, the signifier of the disease, right? Is if you lose your sense of smell, if you lose your sense of taste. Oh, no. Why did you? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't taste my life. But luckily, though, you know. With all these Tinder dates, you know, maybe maybe you would want to lose your sense of smell after, you know, checking out your, the the Twingle Bush. Or, <laughs> am I right? Come on, Phil. All down there, Tim. All down there. <laughs> Gotta go see Doctor Abigen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will see Doctor Abigen. Yeah. You know. mm. Yeah. I am a medical doctor. However. <laughs> I'm an anesthesiologist. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm an yeah. Have you ever tried Rufalin? <laughs> I'm a doctor of thugonomics. Oh, Phil, why why'd you have to do that? All right. I was gonna play for a little bit. And I just think let's just, let's just. Phil, well, we're talking about legitimate doctors. All right, thugonomics is that sounds like it's more of like a math than anything else, right? <laughs> You're gonna get hey, a doctor. You could be a doctor of math. You can. It doesn't have the same effect as like Doctor Abigen that's gonna invite women over to his house during the coronavirus to to inspect their their downstairs. Phil, this is so bad. Uh, how are they not taking us off the air? <laughs> because you you have the program that pushes us out, and we can say uh, hi to people like directly. True, true. Phil, is, is there anything else? Do we, do, we, do we have anything else? Well, you wanted to ask me about the state of independent wrestling. Um, yes, I did want there, to talk about the state of There are some wrestling. companies that are not going to come back. There are some companies that are not going to come back right away, but that's, again, symbolic of what's happening across America with small businesses right now. Um, there are companies that had put out ticket sales for events, and then now they're not having those events, so they have to give that money back or they have to reschedule, but you can't reschedule because everything's under lockdown. Yeah. Um, so it's all over the place. And and even even and here's where it gets more like as you keep drilling down to these different issues, you, you know, if if a governor lifts a stay at home order, well, what happens if a county says something different? What happens if the school system says something different? What happens if an individual employer's like, I'm not going to risk this or like. A, why it, it, it's 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 a little bit. It's a little bit mud, not not muddled. Okay, I outside of my life in wrestling, I happened to work for a state agency, and that state agency was doing some pre planning for some decisions before the the state did, and then in preparation of what they thought the state was going to do. So by the time the the governor said, "Okay, I want everybody to stay at home," we were like, "Oh, we thought we already were." So, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, I was I was there on the la on the day I think that governor made that decision. 
<laughs> Nicole uh, was was here for Doctor Abigen. Apparently, <laughs> didn't even see her comment. I can't. I can't. It's a cut off. Uh, um, thank you, Nicole. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Doctor Abigen will Do- see you. Doctor Abigen will see you next. Baby. All your, what, all your, what'd you what'd you say? All your twinglies. <laughs> your your twinkle bush. Twinkle bush. Um, it's. Uh, it sucks, but maybe I don't know. I, I don't know, Phil. We got all these new, brand new release guys that are going to be looking fantastic after their home gyms. You know, independent wrestling could have a boom. A wise man by the name of uh, of Uncle Jim Tanner, uh, independent wrestler in in my area of the world here, Phil. He used to tell me that once the economy would go down, independent wrestling would go up because the tickets are a lot cheaper. And, you know, um, and it, it's just a better time for it. So, you know, although it's going to hurt the boys getting paid in the back, they're going to be able to perform a bunch more people. And then, you know, it's, 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 this isn't the end of the world. That's what, that's what I'm think I, I'm thinking. I mean, this, this is going to suck for a very long time for right, everybody. Right. There's no, there's no questioning that. However, after coming out of this, there's we're definitely going to be getting a huge boom in restaurants. We're going to be getting a huge boom in live shows. Right. Like, Phil, I, even me, who loves being home and loves doing shit around my house, I cannot friggin' wait to, to go do stuff outside, going right. to places, potentially spending a dollar or two. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, I, I, uh, I have like today before the show, I went out and I did grocery shopping for both parents. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like I'm spending money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and have you noticed I'm- though, too, with that, that being home means that you're eating a lot more at home. So all those funds that you were allocating to do all those other stuff, you're putting into your grocery shopping. And now it feels like you're spending a lot more money on groceries when right. in fact you're still, okay. you're still saving money and stuff like that. So things I noticed today at the grocery store now to just was to no know, pasta, so, right? Which is the weirdest uh, fucking thing. No, there was, there was, that you was had pasta. a little bit. But okay. Back. I had so, no pasta so, at my store. <laughs> it's like these, and it depends on the store because like a couple like a uh, two weeks ago, I ended up going to two different stores because they're like one place didn't have milk. And I went to the next store and it was like full of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it, it feels like it's in pockets and it's sort of like a rotating cycle of things that get taken. One still no toilet paper. Um, I noticed there was there was pasta and pasta sauce because mm-hmm. th- those were running light. Um, but all of the mac and cheese was gone. Yeah. I don't know why mac and cheese. I was like, like, was are you talking like boxed mac and cheese? Yeah, boxed with, mac and cheese with that would have like the powdered cheese in in the yeah. box. Okay, all right. So here's the um, ironic part for me up here. It was the opposite, where the whole pasta section is empty, all empty. But right. then you go down a little bit, and then that sort of macaroni shit is all there. So right. I was, that was and, like weird. And I know I was in a space um, because of my other role in life that i was hearing emergency management stuff mm-hmm. and so like i did go to the store and i bought like eight cans of green beans yeah like, yeah i i kind of i not super prepped but i prepped a little bit i was like okay because at that time they were like oh stay at home two weeks and this might be over and that's not what ended up happening but <laughs> so i got like two weeks worth of spot including literally like the last 
bag of to- box of toilet paper on the shelf. Yeah, um, yeah. And and I haven't seen a roll of toilet paper in a store since. Yeah. So, and that was the Thursday before the governor closed us down. And that's so, like, and like I saw this meme and it just makes me laugh where it's like, oh my God, this person got the coronavirus. Well, and, and somebody else was like, how did that happen? He had 500 rolls of toilet paper in his house. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's insane. Plenty to eat with. Right. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it, 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 it is. A li- I will say like um, soft soap, like the hand soap that was gone for so long, like the hand like push button soap. Yep. That was actually decently restocked. It wasn't fully there, but half half their inventory was there. No frozen pizza at all. It's this is I'm finding this conversation very interesting right. because the bre- but the, the reason the why is because of how different like our regions are with what's right. there and what's not there, because. I had a, there was a bunch of frozen pizza there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like for me, the hardest thing I was, uh, and I was looking for was like rice. Like the last time I went, there wasn't any boxed rice anywhere. But today I actually found boxed rice and I was like, yeah. sweet. But then still, like with the pasta and the macaroni that we're talking about too, um, how's your, how's your meat have been? How's that been? Um, that has been, for the most part, it's been kind of a little lower. Um, okay. And, uh, today there was a little bit more, but it was still kind of low. Um, spices. Now have were they low. put restrictions on that stuff on meat and Not, everything? I didn't see any signs on the meat. They did have, um, they have gone down from, I guess, you know, there have been times when they have stocked up toilet paper. So there was a sign that was saying like, don't take more than two, but now it says don't take more than one. Yeah. Milk was it too, but now I don't even, I didn't even see the sign at all anymore. Um, what else was low at the store? Um, peanut butter was low unless you got the, the really? higher price peanut butter was yeah. there but not the lower price so butter. that to me is interesting because i felt like there was a good amount of peanut butter and jelly and all and, mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it's very right. interesting but I a mean, lot of jelly all the jelly was there but no peanut butter yeah yeah it um, doesn't make it i don't know it's weird low on like wonder bread but like the safeway brand bread <laughs> like the whole wall was full hmm um, yeah i didn't I was told not to get bread because I guess I've been buying too much bread lately. So I, and that's I, the I thing. That too. <laughs> At the same time, I'm doing all of the grocery shopping. You know what I mean? Because you know, I don't, I don't want her getting sick at all. I don't want her being anywhere near near the store or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, right. so I've really become like Mister Nanny because I do love my wife. And and <laughs> and you know, it's just like, it's like I, I don't know if anyone's gonna get sick, it's gonna be her. So. So it's better for me to go do all that sort of stuff, you know. What I right. Mean? So it's like, yeah. You're just, you're just, you know, you're caring in that way. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put it like that. As I'm disgruntledly going through, but at the same time, I'm the big snacker in the in the relationship. Mm. So you know, I'm buying like all the good shit, and she's right. like. She's like this. She's like, stop buying that stuff. It's not good for you. <laughs> well, the, my my last day in my physical office, um, which is in another state, like I, I work in another state than where I live. Um, I kind of just knowing where things were going and heading and the conversations that were out there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna box. I'm either gonna hide away any like more personal items um, or take them home with me. Mm. And like I have, I've I've done that thing where I've I've have ended up buying doubles like 
I have ibuprofen at home and I have ibuprofen in my office. Yeah. I have like, you know, snacky stuff in my office and snacky stuff at home. Well, I took I took all of it home. All anything that I thought might might go bad. I was like, we might only be away for two weeks or it could be two months. Now it might be longer. Um Yeah. Um, but that's Virginia's important. One, but you know Virginia's what I mean? Virginia's one of those states where like the peak hasn't hit yet. <laughs> um Yeah. I mean, I'm probably gonna get the peak a little bit. Well, no, not necessarily. It's hard to tell because, you know, the peak is going to happen in New York City. You know what I mean? They, yeah. And they, the guesstimation of that actually was supposed to be last week on the 8th. And then the peak for up here was supposed to be like this week on the 16th. But I don't think that we've even gotten there yet. But that's the way it's going to happen. It's going to hit a city before us and then it's going to spread just like any if you look at it like like an app right like like uh people are talking about like the dating app hinge right it's kind of getting more out in our areas now but right. you know when i lived in the city a few years ago that was like the dating app to try you know what i mean like because it was it was it, and that's just that's just the way that it is with anything it's like they're the kind of the birthplace of, of all that stuff so but but yeah, to to my point, you know, it's just um, I don't even think that New York City has even had a peak, and we're talking about opening things up now. It's it's crazy, and 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 that's where everybody gets confused. There, there's somebody who constantly sort of messages me because he's you know has a different political slant and thinks I'm out to get the president. I'm like I'm not, but like the like he's saying, well, the president said this, and I'm like it's not what he said. Like there, the president is smart in the way of business and not taking fault not accepting responsibility and, and and in the way he talks it's very much like i want the go i think states could start to be open on may 1st but we have to be smart about it and we have data that goes county by county so they're talking about a very like strategic like maybe this one county could open while the rest of them can't right now mm -hmm. um and uh, until there's another spike because there's a very clear recognition that you know a virus doesn't know what a border is um yeah and yeah, so no as people then transit for work that there's going to be this possible continued um people uh, uh illness rate people uh getting sick which is why uh, i thought we were staying home in the first place was right. to kind of and, just stop this whole thing you so know? that's that's the other thing that's confusing so right now in in the united states we're at least 30,000 covid-19 deaths and i say at least and this is why the cdc was making some clarification was because again in like, especially in like february early on in this when people were passing away from um, a non-flu-related pneumonia or respiratory failure or something like that, and we didn't have the testing capacity at all for COVID-19, they didn't know. So they didn't list it as a COVID-19 death. Right. So, um, and even in, in um, New York City, I actually just looked at it, New York City is reporting that there, there are 3,900 cases where people died from something that looked like coronavirus, but they don't have the confirmation back, so they can't add that to the total number. Um, mm -hmm. But they, So there could be more that we can't record yet. And yes, there's people out there who have very mild asymptomatic um, symptoms that are that. And that's the like in my county, my county is now issued a when you go to stores, you must have a face mask on. Yeah, it's up here now. Too. Well, ours is, in, ours is enforced. No, we're having an enforced one starting. Uh, okay. I think it's either it's either tomorrow or Monday. It's either yeah. it's one of the two where you have to do it. And well, initially it seemed like it was going to be enforced and then it feels somebody came down from somewhere and it's been pulled back a little bit because they were like we're not going to stop somebody from getting food if they don't put on a mask 
Um, and that statement was made. Um, like, and, and again, when I went to the store today, there were, it, the cycle of things is very weird. I went on the Friday that, you know, the number came out that it looked like there could be 100,000 deaths. Yeah. Um, and I went that day and about 70, 75 percent of people had masks and masks and or gloves. Yeah. Um, I went the next week to pick up a prescription and it was like the numbers had flipped. Like tw- that was when then it looked like, OK, because we're doing stay at home um, and social distancing, like the curve was flattening. It was lowering. So we're not going to reach that peak that, OK, we were we were lowering more. Um, so good work for the majority of you who are doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know it's hard, but um, well, because then that, that came out, I went to the store and it was like 20 percent of the people had any kind of protection on one employee at the store did um, and nobody else did. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And so then all this comes out. I go to the store today and it's flipped back to like that 75 percentile. Yeah. And today was supposed to be the first day where it was enforceable, but they're not going to. So a lot more masks, a lot more gloves. Um, our, our health department has recommended – this is not in place, but has recommended that uh, based on your last name, you only go to the grocery store like on the days, uh, on certain days. See, that's too fucking much. Right. To me, that's and, too and, much. And but but, they, but they going with the face mask, yeah. going with the face mask at the store, when I was there today, the woman that was stocking now – now um keep in mind like they're all wearing gloves and everything like that and face masks they're supposed to be but this woman she had it hanging off of her ears but the face mask was going under her chin and then so and her mouth was completely open and i'm like you're not fucking wearing this thing like i almost want i should tell your supervisor (laughs) you know what i mean um, she's stacking uh she's stacking bag lettuce in the produce section. Right. And, and, like, and so the what was it? The other confusion is um so yes, early on the CDC was saying you shouldn't wear a mask because a mask the, the I mean basically there's not enough and and 99 N95 isn't really even good enough. There's not a good enough N99 respirators out there for the the common public. Um yeah. so no we can't we can't tell you to. Well that's so you don't get the disease. The reason now they're making these face mask orders is so if you have it and don't know it, you are asymptomatic, that you are not unintentionally spreading it. If this is all about you, so it's about you not spreading it if you don't know you have it. Exactly. Um, Stop being a I jerk. Was, right, <laughs> Stop right. spreading it. The, my last two days in my office, like I came home. The second I came home, changed, hopped in the shower and like basically stayed in my room because I have, I have a housemate's. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to expose them to it. Do I have anything? I'm, I'm coming from an area that does have a pretty high rate. Right. Um, right. And I've gone to the stores. Well, I, I want to say it was funny, but in my brain, I was like, you know, if I have if let's say something happened and I have it, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody directly who I have been next to who's been exposed. I unfortunately, no people who have had it. Yeah. Um, I. I was like, I'm going to have to give everywhere I've been for the last two weeks. Can I do that? Like, can I can I even remember the stores I've been in? For me, it's um, easy. It's right here and the grocery store. And right. that's it. <laughs> right. Now it's a lot easier for me to do that. But yeah, two weeks ago, it wasn't, wouldn't have been as easy. No. Um, and it and, you know, let's say if the, if they had waited one more week for everything to happen, I would have been halfway across the country at a wrestling event. And so it's like, oh, well, I would have been with hundreds of other people. Um, and so who knows where I got it? I got it, gave it to them. It, it's it 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 
it's nutty. But again, the whole reason why we did the stay at home, shelter in place, social distancing stuff, and it's not, well, some places are calling it shelter in place, but it's not a shelter in place. It's just a stay at home order is um, so we would flatten this curve. So now the when people are coming out like, oh, well, it looks like we might only, and I hate that language too, we might only lose 60,000 people, which is the same number. I hate people, people that say shit flu. like that. Right. It's like, okay, pause on that one. It's like, I hope you're one of them, you piece of shit. Right. I am, yeah, yeah. I mean, one, we're at that number because people did the social distancing, so we're able to keep that number lower. Right. And then that means that in the course of the three and a half month time that we are tr- talking about, that that is equal to one year of America's dealing with the flu. Exactly. Um, and I mean, what would have been news? So if 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 COVID nineteen was here, what would have been news in the health world is that um eight uh. Type A flu was higher this year. Those rates have significantly dropped. It might also actually be because we're social distancing that the number of people who have it is a lot. Uh, the flu flu in the last month has dropped significantly, but the people who have it are also at a higher rate of hospitalization and death. So the people who end up being hospitalized, so not people, not just the whole population who has the flu, the, of the population that ends up becoming hospitalized for the flu. In that target population, uh, there is a 7.5% mortality rate in the flu of those who are hospitalized, not of everybody who has the flu ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to 10%. But the overall number compared to like last year is much, much lower volume wise of people. So less people are getting it, but those who are getting it because the strain that's around is a little bit stronger this year, um, there is a h- little bit of a higher mortality. And they're like, we would have declared a national epidemic for the flu based on those numbers alone. And that's from the CDC. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a new strain of bird flu that was found in South Carolina. It has not migrated to humans. It was found in the population because they have measures in place to test our animal population for viral infections to, to make sure that it doesn't then get to the point where it's spreading into the human populace. Yeah. And so far, no no human connection has been made. Um, but they're doing that kinds of, of testing and robustness and the things that they need to do to make sure we don't go down the wrong hole. Right. And so people are like, this is no worse than the flu. One, it's not a flu. Two, there was no sign that it's going to go away because the weather's warm. Actually, they're talking about resistance to heat. Three, they're, they're seeing how it's going to do in the rest of the world because, remember, uh, uh, the southern hemisphere is leaving their summer to go into their – well, now fall. Yep. And then we'll have their winter. So, you know, does it – um, dissipate in the southern hemisphere? Does it continue because it's colder outside and typical colder weather does bring other medical issues? Um, and then will it come back here? And uh, yes, yeah, some of the models are looking at, even though I said it's not a flu, they're looking at what happened in the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic because that is the largest population event that we can com- compare it to. Yes, we had, we've had SARS and MERS and a whole bunch of other stuff that's populated out there, but it's been a controlled population because they found it early enough. They were able to do the testing early enough. They were able to do the, what's called contact tracing. So, like, let's say, Tim, okay, Tim, you now have this disease. Okay, where have you been over the course of the last two weeks? Let's now contact everybody. Let's test them. Let's restrict the, the group that you've been with. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. way they can lock those folks down. Um, so that way if any of them are contagious while they're doing this testing phase, they can figure it out. We're not even a point at a point where we can test within 20 days. Um, and I say that, so I know someone 10 minutes up the street from me. Um, yes, he's my friend's father, but I know him. Um, 
so it's not like I've never met him because I tried to say this like, oh, this is my friend's father, 10 minutes up the street. He's like, oh, so somebody else, you know, that who knows this person? I'm like, no, I know the guy. Yeah, right. I've been to his house like 10 yeah. minutes up the street. Um, he uh, ended up having what? Well, at first displayed upper respiratory symptoms. They were like, yes, you're it, it's a very severe case, but you don't need critical care yet. We don't have enough test kits to test you. Mm-hmm. So go back home, isolate yourself, um, and if it gets worse, come back. Well, it got to the point he could not breathe, so they got took him to the hospital. Um, they were like, oh, yeah, it's gotten worse. They had to put him on a ventilator. They put him on an 80% oxygen, um, which is high. Like people – like. Typically, when you put oxygen on, it's at like you know three or four percent. It's very low. Right. So the fact that they had to put him on an eighty percent oxygen is ridiculously high. And then while he was the second day he was on the vent, my same friend, her brother-in-law, also goes on a ventilator. Shit. Um. So he gets in the hospital. So when he goes back to the hospital on day one, he gets tested that day. Not when he first had some symptoms. When he was there for critical care need. Ventilator, he gets off the vent, gets better. He has to stay in the hospital for a little bit. He goes home. They're like, we still don't have your test result. You're going to have to isolate for longer. Mm-hmm. So he continues to isolate. 20 days later, they give him his test result and was positive. Fuck. And he did take up a critical care need. He did take up an ICU bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. He did take one of the few ventilators in my rather rural county away. Um, and, I, and I said, I didn't mean that in a negative way. It just, he had to use it for lifesaving. Yeah. Um, and th- that was the concern that if that our hospitals were unprepared, they didn't have enough ventilators. They didn't have enough. It's not that they had none, but for critical care, everyday needs as a business service and function, they didn't need as many ventilators. Now they do because this is a pandemic that wasn't captured early enough. We didn't do met protective measures early enough. I mean, imagine if we said, okay, we know this is coming in mid-January, we're going to shelter in place for a month. We're going to shut down all international travel um, in mid-January. Well, of course we would have then only, and I hate, again, using that term only for this, only maybe had 1,000 deaths, 2,000 deaths. Well, then we would have heard people like on balconies screaming about the control of the government being absolute and unfair and whatever because it was only 2,000. Well, it's the lizard people, Phil. That's who's who's doing this whole thing. The Illuminati. (laughs) The the all-seeing eye is is seeing everything, Tim. They're watching us right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Phil, this is our show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for all hanging out with us for a little bit. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Um, The only reason we're ending it is because it's... uh, both Phil and I have to work in the morning, right? So it's, it's one of those deals. Um, Phil, thank you so much for hanging out with me, as always. You know, you're, you're the man. And uh, if I don't see any of you guys, well, it's because I got the virus. No, I'm just kidding. Catch me outside one day. How about that? <laughs>